Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, what's up, Buck fans? Roblox Talk back with another live stream Monday. Today, it's another sad Monday, it seems like. Uh, the Bucks lose 27-24 to the Kansas City Chiefs. There was some good. There was some bad. Early on, a lot of bad. But let's take it what it is. I mean, the Bucks are 7-5. and five. They're showing a lot of the stuff that we've seen over and over again so far in the season. I mean, if you're surprised by what happened... I mean, some people thought it was going to be a blowout. Some people didn't think we had a chance in hell in this game. So, oh, <laughs> that was you. So, my co-host, Michael Pless, if y'all are new to the show, that's Pless. I refer to Pless, but what up? give me your two cents. How did you think this game went? Did you Obviously, you thought it was going to be a blowout, but mm-hmm. what would you think of the result? Well, I mean, it, it kind of played out the way I thought, you know, early on the Bucks would, you know, do what the Bucks do, not listen to what we say as far as the, yeah. you know, the game film preview, you know, attack the weaknesses, not feed the ball to Ronald Jones. Let's go away from that. And yeah. then, you know, in the second <laughs> half, they, they make adjustments. They, they start running the football. They start throwing the, the play action pass to Rob Gronkowski, which we said would be wide open. Yeah. Uh, so there's just little things that they continue to ignore that could, you know, benefit them defensively. I thought they did a much better job in the second half. They changed some things up. They still allowed some things, but they did a much better job of taking things away, um, being aggressive, getting after Patrick Mahomes. And, you know, they were fortunate to get turnovers when they did get turnovers, um, especially that forced fumble early, uh, you know, that prevented a touchdown that really could have sealed the deal. Um, but they held them in check and then hold them to field goals when they did, I think was really big. Uh, so defensively, you can't really get mad at because the offense had just too many times where they went three and out, especially in the first half. Um, you know, you had opportunities third and 
third and short on many of occasions and we're doing dumb <laughs> just dumb plays in general or not you know not reading the hot route or not doing this or not doing that so it was all sorts of excuses that came up into into play but when they started playing their game and they played with tempo and they used Ronald Jones when when they did you know and, and not use Leonard Fournette who was just a waste and especially in the second half to start the second half I mean use them two times in a row on that goal line situation that was just stupid especially as Ronald Jones who got you where you you know you he got you down the field you know obviously you had the big play to Gronkowski but you know use your best players at that time they didn't uh, had a sell for three but you know the other touchdowns were good you know again Ronald Jones gets you on the board and they have Mike Evans with his touchdowns um, so there were some good things but Again, just coming up short uh, per usual because of this coaching staff getting in their own way and then players, you know, not executing properly like they should. So, again, I'm not concerned about it. Seven and five is still good. So you just got to continue uh, to get better. Yeah, I'll touch on these questions in the chat real quick before. Well, actually, let me touch on what you said. We don't run the ball. We said to literally our only words were, but they're not going to do what we tell them to do. They're going to be their own system. We literally mm-hmm. said that in the – game preview like this right. is how we would attack them they did the exact opposite of what we would have done as fans you this is just based of going of what they're weak on mm-hmm. we didn't attack any weaknesses when we did they did very very well we ran the ball a grand total of 12 times against a team that was i think in the bottom five and stopping mm-hmm. the run that's a a recipe for shit <laughs> for a better term so uh, I don't know. Losing, yeah, yeah it's losing, losing football. You, you, they are so blind in, into thinking if they run their offense the way they're supposed to do it, they're going to win. Instead of forcing the defense to play in a position they don't want to, attacking weaknesses is what you should do. Smart people do it. I mean, and then how many times did we show the RPOs that the Chiefs do all the time? It was just simple reading the middle of our defense, which our middle linebackers are piss poor at at zone coverage. So it was simple. It made reads easier for the quarterback. This offense makes reads harder for the quarterback. No motion, no play action, very little play action. Yeah. So what do you expect? But let's get over to the, the questions. Hardcore Hero says, please tell me all the tension behind the scenes I'm hearing about is all being blown out of proportion. I mean, mm-hmm. I'll let you address that first. Go ahead. I'm sorry, repeat it. Tension behind the scenes, is all that being blown out of proportion or is there a fact to it? Uh, I mean, there's there's always going to be some type of tension, especially when you're losing football games. Um, but I, I don't think it's a big deal. I think, again, this team is, I think, much needed of a, of a bye week um, to definitely recruit, you know, rest and recover and get everything back on track and, and really figure out what the issue is and, and hopefully play with what they did in the, the late second quarter and then early second half, especially on offense and realize that you can take advantage of the, the short routes and the opportunities that are available in the middle of the field uh, and, and attack different ways. So then on defense, I thought, you know, just continue what you did in the second half. I think you'll be okay. Um, find ways to continue to pressure the quarterback. That's the big key. Play aggressive in coverage. Um, that's what works for this team. Well, so, n- enough on scheming. Let's address the question. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Out of co- yeah, wait, you go on tangents. I'm like, plus, cut it in half. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, short <laughs> well, answer. No. Yeah. There you go. 
<laughs> I had to, I had to. Okay, so to be honest, yeah, losing is going to stir this crap up. Brady never loses, and now he's feeling what losing is all about. B.A. is being blind into saying, oh, we're, we just got to keep running the same things. That's also blind. I mean, it's you just can't keep going in with the same approach and think it's going to work. I mean, uh, on ESPN, Dan Orvlovsky, I think is how it goes, he said this is the definition of insanity is what the Bucks offense is. Mm-hmm. They keep pushing the same agenda, and it keeps not working early on because all defenses know what they're going to do. That's pretty much what we've been saying for a couple of years now, even in the Cutter years. So it's it's sad to see, sad to hear other media outlets saying it too, but it is what it is. Will there be changes? I highly doubt it. Some people expect us to be like the Saints and change our offense totally to a short passing game or change into Brady's offense. That's not going to happen. You just hope they add a little bit of wrinkles of like play action, which they've done before plenty of times. They all of a sudden stop doing it. Because you're not running the damn ball. Run the ball more. There you go. That's going to help you run your quarterback out. Uh, let's go to the next question. Raymond, he said, why are, why are the playmakers so hard-headed? <laughs> Please address this. Can we actually attack an opponent's weakness? No. Instead, just doing the same thing over and over and, it, and expecting a different result. Whole, I think I just answered it, Raymond, but plus touch on it more. No, you answer it. I have nothing else to add. <laughs> I mean... But that's the thing. You we guys, you guys come on here every week. Thank you very much for it. We just kind of drill home the same repetitive stuff, and it's insane to us too. Like, mm-hmm. if we could see it as average fans, and I love the Twitter people who are out there saying, "Oh, how far did you coach? How how far? How where did you scout?" I'm like, you don't have to be a scout. You can be a casual fan, but a super fan, and really love the game and look at it and see. Why am I seeing the same thing over and over again? It's just patterns. That's all you're looking at in this. Are they doing the same thing over and over? Is this formation going to mean this same thing? You don't have to be a pro's pro to be able to see what's coming. Then there's stat stats all over the place. Analytics helps you make decisions too. If you're going to be a dinosaur and keep doing the same crap, you're going to be a dinosaur and you're going to be extinct. So what the hell do you expect? It's not hard. Like people think it's, the Bucks are beating themselves over and over. And that's all it is, plain and simple. And I'm glad they're getting the bashing they are getting. Hopefully that opens their eyes a little bit. And I can't wait to hear this week Byron Leftwich saying the same old <laughs> bullcrap. We're going to put our players in a position to be successful in the best might, possible position. They might not have them talk this week just because it's a bye, you know, on a bye week. So yeah, yeah. they'll kind yeah. of cover him up because you have coaches that <laughs> – you have coaches that believe, you know, just because you're down 17 nothing, you can't use play action, which is oh, just God. ridiculous, beyond ridiculous. Um, you can run play action all game, you know. You have teams out there that do it consistently. <laughs> you know, you can run play action anytime you want. You don't have to stop let's, just because the score is what it is. Let's see this. So look at what our average was for running the game. Nine rushes, terrible. This should have been double what it is. 66 yards, 7 yards per average. We could run the ball. What could the Chiefs do? 11 carries, 37 yards, 3.4 average. I'm I'm not sure. I think I heard this. They had 17 play action passes. 17. And I think we had 5 and Brady was 4 or 5 on it. They had 17 play action passes with an off a rushing a running back, 37 yards, 3.4 average. That's not that good. <laughs> no. 
But guess what? They did it consistently to drive in our linebackers. Every time I I just saw the first half of the, the coach's film, Mahomes literally his RPOs, play action. He wasn't looking at the running back. He was looking right at Devin White. He's like, oh, there's my bitch. And you just throw it right at him. Because if you're going to bite in, I'm going to attack the, the lane that you're missing. It's that simple. Helping your quarterback make reads that are easier. Not making it harder. Oh, let's wait 30 yards down the field, then make them throw it. Mm-hmm. It's blind. It's But the thing is, yeah. again, we're 7-5. and five. This is the best record we've been this late in the season in a while. So I'm not mm-hmm. totally upset, but I'm not upset because I expected some of this. Like you can't. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm waiting still... to see change. There's still a lot of positives to, yeah. to pull from yesterday. And, you know, you know, definitely the second half was much better in how they attacked it, uh, both offensively and defensively. Um, but there's just little things that they definitely have to clean up, you know, going empty on third and short, you know, <laughs> that's just, it blows my mind. Like why they continue to do that. Um, if you're, if you're going to do that, you have to make sure you read it correctly and hit, you know, camera braid over the middle of the field or, you know, hit guys that are open and not force it to, you know, coverage. So there's got to be different ways they can utilize that. They did no motion whatsoever. So they they have to utilize yeah. these things in, in better ways. But there were still positives to build on. You know, Brady got into rhythm. Uh, you know, the defense held the Chiefs to seven points in the second half. So that was nice, even though Tyree Kill, you know, destroyed them in the first half. But, you know, it, it's hard to, to stop a team like that because they have so many weapons to to deal with and they use them the right way. Uh, so, and then you have a playmaker in Mahomes who just backs up 20 yards and could throw a rocket. Like it's, it's no tomorrow. So yeah, uh, still, still there's, there's upside for this team and you're, you got four games left against winnable opponents and hopefully we can take care of business. Oh, that, that's the bright side. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. guaranteeing we're going to win all four games. They're lesser opponents. We've beaten every team that has been a lesser opponent that doesn't have mm-hmm. a good defense. None of these have good defenses. That right. is an outlier. That forty-six to three that the Falcons beat the, the oh, Raiders. Oh, that was ridiculous. Like, I that was just. There's no way, and the Raiders <laughs> had to have walked into that game thinking, "Oh, we got this." Yeah, they were definitely sleep sleepwalking for sure. There's no way that that happens. <laughs> but I I think they will run the table. You hopefully you make the playoffs, and then you're you're ready. Anything can happen. Yeah, anything can happen in the playoffs but, for sure. Let's continue that. So about. Tyreek Hill's insane performance in the first half. To be honest, I got crap for this in on Twitter during the game too. Mm-hmm. Dave, they asked Davis to man him up a lot of the times. Oh yeah, that's He's hard as tough, hell to do. Okay, tough spot. And some of the catches that he had, how the hell could you have defended it? It was perfect. <laughs> some yeah. of them were literally Colton Davis is right on his hip. The ball's thrown as he's turning his head. It's going behind his head, going into Tyreek Hill's hands. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what was he supposed to do? It's yeah, like he's supposed to magically know it's behind his head and just or run like this the whole time. <laughs> run like this full speed. Let's see if that's possible for anyone. You can't. Uh, Some of them hard. were hard. And then the first big 75-yard touchdown, I blame that one on Winfield. You're this the single deep safety. If my boy's beat, you got to be there to grab his ass, like literally help him out. And you didn't do yeah. that at all. So some yeah, of this, played- it's... They played single high a lot in the yeah. first half. I don't know why they did that. I think they changed it more in the second half. They went more uh, cover two look, I believe. Yeah. And that's something that they probably should have done to, to begin with. You know, make sure you, you don't let these guys get behind you. Still play aggressive, though, to your nature. But, you know, obviously they figured that out in the second half. They're like, we're not going to let him, you know, go for 400 yards here, you know, all by himself. 
<laughs> yeah, he had 200 in the first half. Yeah. Insane. <laughs> All right, guys, if you're you're in the chat, you haven't done it yet because I'm looking at it, make sure to hit that like button down below. It helps out, support the channel. You're going to do it just because you're a great Buck fan. You're a good fan of the show. <laughs> but other than that, let's keep going. Uh, there's a lot more in the chat. Let's go. Raymond said, Ronald Jones has been the best Bucks player for quite a while now. There, I said it. I don't know about all that. Uh, I think he definitely needs the ball more, that's for sure. Yeah, uh, that's damn true. He doesn't get it enough. I think he can definitely help the offense. And obviously, the offense is at its best when he is involved. It's the same thing with Rob Gronkowski. If, if he's getting the touches early, then the offense does well. If it doesn't happen, then we, you know, we see what happens. <laughs> it right. doesn't, it doesn't work out. Yeah, I, mean, I agree. Rojo just needs more touches. Get him the ball. Like then, there's another thing that BA said in his comes out today. today. He says he's going to feed him. <laughs> no, not only that, but he said, "Oh, but I thought we stuck to our game plan early and we continue to do it." What the hell was the game plan? <laughs> he doesn't know. <laughs> A team that was bottom five and stopping the run. Or close mm. to it, and you just nope, nope. Third and two, uh, spread out, buddy. Make it five <laughs> wide. We got this. Don't give them an illusion of a run. We got uh, it. There was no commitment to a game plan. No. If, I don't know what the game plan was, I, <laughs> and then I <laughs> they just take no blame for it. Uh, let's see, hardcore hero. Yeah, I felt like we ended on an optimistic note. With being able to come back in the second half, especially considering we were playing the nine-one, nine-one defending champs. Okay, so I'm gonna play devil's advocate both ways. Yeah, we came back. Defense did their job. They stopped them. How much of that is just because they're playing prevent? Because they're up mm. twenty to seven. They're like, oh, let's just not give them too much, but we'll let them in. Mm-hmm. Some of that maybe that, maybe it's just. The, I don't know. It, it, the, when Mahomes not wanting to force anything on offense. Mm-hmm. I'll say this: front four, they did get pressure in. Mahomes is just an insane animal sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like he, I put it on Twitter. He had he did one of those little sidearm, shortstop passes that mm-hmm. went on a rope like fifteen yards, like just on a line. And I'm like, God, that's not fair. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, even the, even the play to, you know, pretty much finish the game, the third and seven where he's, he's going to run and then he throws it mm -hmm. last second, you know, to, I think it was Tyree kill. Uh, It's just like crazy. Yeah. You can't stop that. That's hard. Yeah. Cause you're asking, that was the biggest thing. Containment. That's what Mm -hmm. we showed in the previews guys. If you like our previews, keep liking it, commenting, see, tell us if we're doing a good job, bad job. We like your feedback. We try and do better every time. It's just, we feel that what we see is literally what we see every Sunday. And we're, we just can't believe <laughs> that yeah. the Bucks don't see the same thing and adjust to it. It's not like they're doing anything crazy different. Rams game is the same way. They're mm-hmm. doing the same things they've been doing all year, but the Bucks seem like they just didn't film study or sometimes they do mm-hmm. on defense. Sometimes offensively, they don't know what the hell they're doing <laughs> at times. Yeah. It's it's blindly attacking is what it is. Uh, Brett M said, I've been on the division one level and coach at the highest high school level with what they are doing. That offense is so predictable and stupid. Thank you, Brett. Thank you, Brett. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, Brett. And there's a coach right there. There's a coach yeah, right he, there. He played he at the di- division one level and he's coached at the highest high school level. Thank you. Hmm. Uh, he says, I just think the addition of AB is actually hurting the offense 
But call me crazy. Chemistry is everything. Mm. I agree with that. I mean, chemistry is everything. Do I necessarily think AB is the reason why it's gone down? Someone made that a point earlier in the in the week. I forgot who it was, but I don't know. I mean, it's still you you attack weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Just because AB is on the field doesn't mean you forget about Gronk against a piss poor linebacker crew, or the fact that they can't stop to run. Right. How does AB stop you from running the ball? <laughs> I or at least throw him little screens or little. Like, I don't know. Like, some things that this offense does makes no sense. You want to touch on that really quick or? No, you, you nailed it. I mean, I don't, I don't think it affects offense much. I mean, but what he said, as far as offense being stupid, yes, (laughs) he's, he's right. He kind of touched on other things that thankfully they adjusted with the coaching staff needs to work a lot, work on a lot of things. We gifted the Super Bowl champs 17-0 and only lost by three. And that's the biggest positive out of this yeah you didn't let it get too out of hand you kept it close you still could have won the damn game yeah. uh and then brett he said please put colton davis in a position to win <laughs> don't say that <laughs> that's that's almost weird words over here <laughs> uh <laughs> yeah made it i mean but let's let's touch on a couple things so defensively first half i mean let's look at the scoring chart how this kind of ended up this stopping them for three was huge. McCall Davis came up big. Devin White fell on that pass that Travis Kelsey did to Pat Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Colton Davis had to cover Travis Kelsey and Mahomes and somehow knocks the ball down. That was a great individual offer by him. Devin White stumbling, bumbling, fumbling, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. I just can't believe one, two, <laughs> three, and four in a row. Yeah. And like we're yeah, mentioning. That, yeah, that one play for 75 yards. I mean, again, that's just... Yeah. A great play by Mahomes and Hill. Um, but yeah, the the first drive it, it started off well. <laughs> you know, you're you're excited, you're like five yard run, okay, 12 yard pass, and then a four <laughs> yard run, and then you know, we try to do the deep ball to Mike Evans, and then there's Drops like the it. controversy. Well, there's controversy. Should he get caught it? Should you know this or that? I don't know. It looked like you know, it's a tough play, it looked like, but um went through his I don't hands. Know. <laughs> Did it go through his hands? Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was like at a weird angle, but uh on that play, you had Braid open over the middle. You know, I thought they should have went there, but again, you know, just didn't really uh, commit to that run game. And same thing on the the second drive there. You know, for the punt. Yeah. So yeah, the run game, lack of run game that we mm-hmm. never do is the biggest issue for me. Mm-hmm. Secondly, yes, Tom Brady isn't playing at the highest level of levels right now. Some of his passes are great. Some of them, some of the reads, to me, I'm like. Maybe he's just forcing it or just not getting into it. That's another thing I wanted to kind of touch on. Mm. We've mentioned it before. These are the better teams where you're going to have to be playing at your highest levels. This is a guy that just came from 20 years of one system is now being forced into another, had no off season to practice to get Mm. continuity with the team. Like Brett was mentioning with the chemistry stuff that you would normally have. He hasn't had. Yes. And there were some where on that deep pass, that you're talking about, or on the mm-hmm. incompletion after to Mike Evans, mm-hmm. Antonio Brown did a little rub route. Yeah, he was open too, wide open, and I'm like, mm-hmm. all you needed is what three yards in that play? Well, six, six or whatever. He was going to be wide open, so mm-hmm. it's like little things like that. I guarantee you, he's like, damn it, what? Mm-hmm. Just go to the second read immediately. So, I think it's a little bit of everything. It's dumb play calls and situations you don't need to be calling deep passes. 
then it's just the quarterback not helping the matter because he's not reading it correctly. Mm-hmm. Which, guys, if you want to get mad at me for saying Brady needs to do better, then get mad. It, either way, he threw two interceptions. We lost right. the Rams game because of that too. So it's not all I, on the I, play calling. I think, yeah, it's everyone involved. Everyone involved needs to be better. But, you know, the play calling can help Brady out. Brady can do better by executing it the right way. Um, there, there's got to be things they can do to find ways to get Brady into a rhythm. When they, when yeah. he gets into a rhythm, that's when he's at his best. We saw that um, in the second quarter on the Rojo touchdown drive. He got into a rhythm. They found ways to to get completions, run the football as well. Was that utilize a play the, action pass? Utilize the play action pass, you know. And then the same fun. thing in the second half. That's what they did. So they just have to do better ways of getting him in rhythm early to start off these football games and not fall behind. That's the biggest thing. Four consecutive punts. That's losing football. You you gave the team a seventeen point lead. You didn't move it at all. Like that. What did you expect the defense to happen? <laughs> I guess probably one of the best offenses in the game right now. Right. With all those weapons, score. you expecting them to keep holding on four consecutive times? No. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it'd be a, a more of a a high shootout game, but no. They 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 do the the usual. Uh let's keep going down the line. So let's see, outside leverage live stream. The head coach said he needs more carries. Like he's not in control of making decisions. Talking about Rojo. Mm. What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, that's coach's call. I mean, he should be able to enforce his power and say, hey, get this guy the football. Like, it's really not that hard. Um, you know, it's a game plan that they go over weekly. Um, you know, and now he's saying, you know, Tom Brady's in full control. He's the one who picks the plays and blah, 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 this and that. Well, you know, <laughs> you got to find out, you got to find a way with a better balanced game plan. That's going to make sure you don't have four punts in the, in the first half, you know, right in a row and you're down 17, nothing. And then forget about the play action pass because you're down set 17, nothing. So a lot of things need to be worked out over this bye week I hope that's what's going to take place and we can win football games against teams that we should beat. Um, really, we should be eight and four or nine and three, but again, that's a yeah. different story. Yeah, because- the Bears game too. Yeah, so we just, it's all the same story with all these losses that we've seen so far. You know, outside of the first game against the Saints, I kind of expected we all lose that one. But the other four, it's all been the same thing. You know, slow starts, whether it be offensively, you know, against the Bears, it was the second half offense that sputtered defensively, um, you know, mixed bag with them kind of. At least they kind of find their way, but then, yeah, they're still inconsistent too, so. Just a bag of inconsistency. It's got to be better. All right. So here, there's a lot of good questions actually in the chat right now. So someone asked, right, keep them coming. Do you blame, <laughs> <laughs> do you blame this loss on Tom Brady? Oh no, it's a, it's a team loss. Um, you know, offensively, defensively, it's, it's a team loss. Yeah. Overall. Yeah. Cause to be honest, if the defense actually would have come up with that one stop of four minutes left, Mm-hmm. Tom Brady, with the way he was getting that momentum going, you never yeah, know. You, find a way to score. Right? At yeah. least get a field goal to take it to overtime, I would think. Right, right. But so just coming to that point, yes. But then again, if you have 17-point deficit, that's on the defense as well. You're allowing those points, even though the offense isn't doing anything to move the ball. So it's mm-hmm. not just Brady's fault. Execution, yeah. that's based off all the players. Play calling, that's based off coaches. I mean, it's just 
everywhere you can think of on this team, yes, against lesser opponents, they do well because little mistakes can be made up for. But against a, a good team that can make you force issues because now you're down 17 so fast, it's different. Mm-hmm. It's a different story. So yeah. you can't blame it all on Brady. Like, <laughs> it's a lot of things that need to be fixed. A lot of areas where they can be fixed, but it's, do they do it? Uh, outside Leverage Livestream said, chemistry in week 11 is a bad excuse. Any chemistry issue is self-inflicted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I agree with that and I don't agree with that, but touch <laughs> on that. Well, I, I agree as far as saying it's an excuse. You know, it, it shouldn't be. Um, you know, you should be, you should be in full rhythm by now. I mean, and I, I see what he's saying, you know, it's a week 11. Exactly. You should be rock and roll or week 12. It really is, but you know, you should have all things clicking by now, or at least have plays that, you know, damn well, is going to work um, consistently and have your bread and butter plays. And it just yeah. seems like this team doesn't have it right now. Um, they can't find one play that's going to work every single time. And that's, that's a problem. So I, I understand what he's saying. And, I know Robert Green. He he wants he wants certain things to to happen with the coaching staff, and <laughs> yeah. and I I'm on I'm on the same page with him because it is the same problem since going back to Dirk Cutter. Like this is feeling like Dirk Cutter 2.0, really. Um, the way they get in their their own way. So, and everyone who talks with me knows I was all for uh, Eric the Enemy, but yeah. that's probably not going to happen. As a Gator fan, Dan Mullen, come on in. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Dan but, Mullen wouldn't be bad. He knows how to attack weaknesses. Uh, so yeah, he uses different weapons every week, it seems like. But let's we have a coach right now. So speaking of that coach, well, let me touch on the chemistry thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, my only thing with chemistry is Tom Brady being the one outlier. He didn't have preseason. He didn't have much of time of anything. It's kind of hard to do that. Yes, the coaches need to make it easier. They need to help with that chemistry by giving him his bread and butter like you were touching on. And maybe that's what he's mentioning as well, like self-inflicted because these coaches aren't saying, what do you really like? What do you know you like to do? Let's call that on a third down or let's call that on a situation where you love to throw it. Mm-hmm. The Gronk screen needs to be called at least once a game. If not to Gronk, to break. Like mm-hmm. getting like at least. And Gronk needs to have at least five to eight targets every game. Rojo needs at least bare minimum 15 carries. If I ever see nine again, that's pathetic. Uh, <laughs> downright pathetic. So yeah. there's things that they need to get worked on. I mean, stop. Maybe that is the AB thing. We need to get AB more targets. If that's the case, then, I'm, then drop them. I mean, this is ridiculous. The fact yeah. that they don't know how to manage players, if it's because of personality saying, I want the ball, get the hell out of here. <laughs> Coaches are supposed to coach, players play. Do your job. That's all it is. And if that's what you mean by self-inflicted, the coaches aren't helping out the players establish a chemistry. Okay. I agree with you then. Uh, this one I want to jump to. Uh, Chris D said, Jake Arians appeared on loose cannons podcast and did everything but blame coaching for this team's woes. Hmm. How do you feel about that? Well, I mean, obviously he's the coach's son. So, I mean, he's not going to blame the coaches. I mean, that's just, that's just the way it is going to be. I mean, he's, he's going to put the onus on the, on the players. And, and I mean, to an extent it is on the players. I mean, players go out there, they got to make the plays, they got to execute. Um, and, you know, right now they're just not getting it done, but at the same time, coaching does matter. And uh, it's a big thing in this week to week league that 
you have to find ways to exploit matchups. And it just seems like this team doesn't do a good job of it. And uh, it's something that we continue to re repeat. So I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. So let me play this clip. So plus you're not going to be able to hear it, but I'll okay. play it for everyone else and I'll describe it to you later. The fans are who yeah, matters. That's true. Here we go. Take a peek at see Chris Godwin talking about the problems and execution and that they know what the problem is. This is something we never heard with Dirk Cutter. So take a listen. You know, we recognize what like where the problems are. We just have to do a better job of executing when the game actually comes. Um, and you know, I, I think the biggest thing though is that as a team, you know, we're we're all still together. I think we're all still pulling the rope in the same direction. And I think those are going to be the the things that really allow us to propel moving forward. I think that's a big thing. So he said they know what the problems are. They know where they need to be. They know they're. He feels they're all in the same way, pulling towards the same goal like pulling mm. towards the same direction and they know what the problem is. You never heard that with Cutter. He would say, I don't know multiple times. Mm -hmm. I like hearing that. I mean, it's not like the whole locker room's gone to shit. I mean, someone was asking that earlier, if it's overblown, maybe it is because if players are saying stuff like this, mm. they know that they're not executing to the way they should be. Yeah. It's a strong locker room. I think they'll be okay. I, I, I think they will figure it out. Um, and I think the players, I think, should be taking more control and maybe they'll have more control going forward and, you know, get a better flow in these last four games of the season. And, and hopefully they can get on a streak and, you know, usually the hottest team going into the playoffs has the best yeah. chance. So hopefully that's us. We can fix things, get things right, get healthy too. You know, that's a big thing getting, you know, Ali Marpet and Donovan Smith healthy and, you know, all the guys pretty much rested and ready to go that'll be a big plus going forward. And, and maybe we found something in, in a Khalil Davis, you know, him yeah. rushing the passer, you know, it seemed like he had ability to win one-on-ones and hopefully we see him more in there because it seemed like he could do some things. Yeah. I, I really like seeing him in later in the game. He was even in there in the first half. So, I mean, there's moments where he did shine, give him more reps and let's see what he can become. Mm -hmm. This is a, a late round pick, but he's known for his speed. So, and in the inside, I'll take it. Mm -hmm. But I mean, about the coaching thing, if your players aren't prepared, I mean, to me, if you start off that slow every week, mm -hmm. that's just being not prepared. And what are you going to call that Saints demo de demolition that they did of us? <laughs> Is that all on players or did they were not prepared? I mean, you, if you sit back and let Breeze read you, that's terrible coaching. Hmm. And even to me, like, why aren't you running? And you said you ran your game plan. That's bad coaching. <laughs> yeah. Like, you didn't see that they're bad at stopping the run? <laughs> and they're usually in the lead, and they still are bad at stopping the run. So, I, I, don't, I don't know. No. So, you would think teams aren't running on them because they're usually in the lead. But, hey. Uh, We'll see. We'll see truly if coaches coach better with a whole week to game plan. If they lose to the Vikings, all hell is going to break loose. <laughs> all hell will break yeah. loose. It's going to be bad. I mean, it's a great matchup for them. I mean, Dalvin yeah. Cook, that's that's your main guy. You got to stop. And then you what know, do we just, do good? Yeah. Or what do we <laughs> do well just, for you, man? Yeah. And then just hit Kirk Cousins and he'll get scared and yeah. you should be fine. And it's true. That should be a primer for us getting confidence moving forward. Mm -hmm. uh, Hardcore Hero said, how much do you love Romo finally calling 
a Bucks game. He was always so enlightening for the casual football fan. I would have had no idea that Mike Evans was supposed to switch to the hot route. Yeah, we were actually talking about that prior mm-hmm. to the, the live stream. Yeah, about the damn rusher comes in, safety comes in, you got to move to space. You don't run into the only player that's sitting there in that gap. Yeah, right, right. The linebacker. Right, the linebacker there. So like, Brady... Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, Romo's a godsend. Like, I mean, yeah. he, he, he knows... He knows every play before it happens. I mean, uh, he was basically calling every play. I mean, that's what he does. He's just – he's really good at that. Um, he, he should be somewhere coaching in this league as far as NFL or even being in upper management. I wouldn't not be mad at all if the Bucks found a way to get him on the staff or something. I mean, the guy's just very smart. He knows the game, and he calls it really well. Oh, my gosh. And he gets paid a bunch, so I don't think he's going yeah. anywhere. <laughs> he's stress-free right now. Let him enjoy yeah. yeah. I don't know why Gruden's going through all this again. Even <laughs> though you love him. You love him in the game. Like, he, he's something uh, else. Gruden's a mastermind, man. I mean, he's making Derek Carr look, you know, MVP. Obviously, they had a bad game, you know, yesterday. But, I mean, Derek Carr's playing his best football. Yeah. All right, so Christy had another question. The offense should legit not throw a pass over 15 15- Yards the first drive, lock it up, make it a taboo. <laughs> Let the offense get into the rhythm first with the short game and the run. What's hey, your answer? That's a great strategy. I'm all for it. I like it, Cottons. Yeah, I like it. It's a bold strategy. I think it'll pay off for them. But, but uh, yeah, I, I think that would be the way to go. We, you've said it multiple times before, and we try and say this on the on the game previews or just in our film studies in general, mm-hmm. the sequence scenes is just really bad. And yeah. that goes on coaching. You can't, you can't be giving away your plays before you even say hike. You can't mm-hmm. literally just force a deep ball, start making them creep up on you. Everyone knows we want to throw the deep ball. Yeah, of course. And I'm okay with the system to be honest. Like there are people open. It is, but Romo made the big, Point. it's harder to complete a ball that far down the field because you have to be that much more accurate mm-hmm. there's a whole lot more room where someone can make a mistake yeah. so it is harder to complete true fact but the thing is make it easier on the quarterback and on that player to catch the ball by giving the illusion it could go another place that's all we have ever asked mm-hmm. start attacking the middle so people more creep inside because all we do is hit the outsides that's all we do we never yeah. attack the middle of the field Start no. attacking the middle. People will start creeping towards the middle. Right. So then hitting the, all day right, mm-hmm. hitting Gronk was open all damn day. Yeah. We stopped Same doing it. Great. You know, Braid open over the middle. You know, you had Godwin open over the middle. But some yeah. of those were mistimed. Like the Braid pass. I don't know mm. if Braid doesn't turn around fast enough or Brady threw it too early. That yeah. goes right through his arms. Turnover or not turnover downs. Three and out. The mm. other one, Chris Godwin. Same place. Went right in the middle. Was it too fast? Was it too early? We don't necessarily know who went a yard too fast or threw the ball a half second too early. You don't mm-hmm. know. So either way, the timing is off. Execution is off. There are areas where if they just make one simple catch here or there or don't tip the ball in the air, mm-hmm. they're there in the, in the end, end game, but they're not doing that right now. It seems like it's like a young team, but you're led by a 20-year vet and... <sighs> Supposedly a QB whisperer. So it's it's troubling. It's it's upsetting almost. 
Uh, Fred F said defense and bowls are overrated. <laughs> well, I thoughts? mean, yeah, they things aren't working out for him. I mean, they 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 miss Vita Vea badly. I mean, his presence in the middle. I mean, it opens up everything as far as the day gap blitzes. And right now, you know, that's not really working. You know, consistently as it was early in the season, the the coverage and the and the pass rush are just a little bit off as far as working together hand in hand. Um, better at times, um, especially in the, um, you know, the second half where they, they found ways to get off the field, but it's just, it's just not there consistently. And, I, and it was troubling to see the, the cover one looks that they were presenting in the first half, especially with Tyree kill and his, his deadly, you know, speed. That was just troubling. He didn't have a cover two look um, until the second half. So. I mean, I think this defense, because someone was saying, why do we wait? For the second half to make adjustments. That's where good defense coordinators should come out hot. Mm. To be honest, they stopped the Chiefs for three on one on the first possession. Then they made force him to a punt in the second one. That was and big. then yeah. so that right there are two wins to me in general. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then they, they just got tired. Yeah. And then you get tired because three consecutive boom boom boom. And then okay, yeah. now the Chiefs one pass play where one field is out of place, yeah. 75 yard touchdown. So it looks like our defense is shit. But in reality, it was one big play with a guy out of out of place against one of the fastest receivers, mm. probably the fastest in the NFL right now. So yeah. you can't call them shit. They're not bad. I'm gonna say right. that because really, when you look at it, the offense should have scored some points. I mean, yeah. and and maybe well, at least you're held on to the ball, <laughs> right? And then um, you know, at worst, maybe it's you know 17 to 10 or you know something like that. And then you're 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 looking at a different picture. Um, or maybe it, it, it's, you know, 10 to 13 because the defense was able to get some rest. Uh, so there's a lot of things that play into it. But, uh, yeah, I think, you know, defense is definitely not garbage and, and Todd Bowles is not overrated. He's And what's funny is that they just start locking you down later yeah. in the game. It's it's can they get rest to play the game that they need to play? Mm-hmm. Yes, they can make stops. We've seen them make stops against great quarterbacks. Right. I mean, look what they did to Aaron Rodgers. They could have done the same thing against the Chiefs, too, if the offense could have made some moves, consistently move the ball, give the defense some rest, to actually have the coach sit there and say, look, this is what they're running. Because the coaches are coaching on the sideline, too, looking at the plays after they get off the field. Mm-hmm. If literally it's three and out, oh, we got to go back on? I just got my Gatorade. Now I got to put my helmet back on? <laughs> it's It sucks. And you didn't breathe. You didn't learn anything you just had to get back out there so it's it's harder on a defense too if there's no offensive movement or at least Mm -hmm. holding up running the ball a little bit to to wear the clock out not putting the ball in the hands so fast and into the league mvp patrick mahomes Mm -hmm. uh let's keep going on so hardcore hero had another one he says what do you guys think the chances are that brady rounds into his usual december playoff form you think he can round into i mean especially with this offense and the way they're inconsistent, uh, you know, you think I think they're, I think they have the blueprint. I mean, they know what needs to be done as far as what it will take to be successful. And I think Tom Brady knows he can definitely get into that form. And, you know, there, there's a lot of, a lot of things that they can take away from yesterday and just put that into the game plan. Um, you know, I'm seeing on here, you know, yeah, down 17, Oh, in the first quarter, and that shouldn't stop you from continuing to run the football. You know, there's a lot of things. They just got to commit to something. They have to build an identity and, and stick with it. Um, use the run game. Use the play action more often. 
use your tight ends, and then you can go to your big studs and, and Mike Evans and Chris Godwin because guess what? They'll be open down the field, and you have you'll have a pocket you can hit them with because you're using said play action and running the football. So I'm going to do this. I'm going to do, yes, I agree with you on damn near every point. I'm going to play this this way. If these players come up with certain catches, I mean, to be honest, Cam Brate, if he would have caught that ball, would have been a first down, chains keep moving. Chris Godwin hits one hand, catches that, chains keep moving. Mm-hmm. There are areas where they're just not executing as players. They're not executing. Right. Maybe the coaching staff doesn't look as terrible if they catch these certain balls. Mm-hmm. Let's just be honest. And like I was touching earlier, if we stop them with four minutes left, we get the ball back. I almost think Tom Brady with the way he was ro- rolling the ball, mm-hmm. we score at least a field right. goal. So, I mean, mm-hmm. even though I hate the times when they put five wide on a third and two or don't give no illusion to a run, some of the calls are dumb. I agree, but some of them, they just work. Some areas that Brady's missing that are open, which I touched on with the AB or you touched on Brady across the middle, they are. there's areas there to attack. Mm-hmm. This defense wasn't the best, <laughs> but there were areas to attack in the Rams game as well. Yep. I think it's just... <sighs> call me crazy. It could be a perfect storm between all of them. Brady having to understand what's going on, feed all these weapons. BA just not adapting well to what's going on, even though they are calling or Leftwich calling somewhat of an okay game just to win a game. Well, I don't want to just win a game. I want to take over damn games, take advantage of mismatches and weaknesses. That's just the only thing we don't see consistently and that we have issues with. Could it, could we be winning games? Yeah, but a lot harder than it should be. (laughs) I guess I kind of went on a tangent on that one, but <laughs> uh, so I guess this brings it to this one. Nick, I can't can't pronounce the name necessarily, but he said, "Is BA the problem?" <laughs> kind of goes off of the other one. Well, I, I'm not going to say that again. I think you're right. It's a combination of everything. I think everything needs to be better as far as execution, play calling, sequencing. Um, you know, defensively has to be more better execution. Uh, guys have to win their one-on-one matchups. That's not happening con- happening consistently. Uh, so there's a lot of things that go into it. I think the bye week comes at a perfect time for this team. You know, you're sitting at seven to five. I believe we're still in a playoff position. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. So oh, you yeah. know, we're in the six or seven spot, wherever that is. But you know, we're still in a good spot. So you have an opportunity with four games left. You know, let's just focus on Minnesota at hand because that's the next game. So they have a whole week to prepare and get this thing right and really take advantage of a Minnesota team that has been playing better, but you should still be able to, you know, do what you can and and win the game. So I'm not going to say BA is every problem on this team. It's not not correct. So yeah, to answer that shortly, no, he's not the problem. He's a problem. <laughs> he's one of the he's one of the problems, but he's not every he's not every problem. No, I just say it. He's a problem. So let's look at the yeah. playoff picture. <laughs> so they are number six right now. And to be honest, people are like, oh, we ain't make the playoffs. That would mean we'd have to lose this Vikings game. We'd have to. Right. And a lot of other teams and would still, have to win. Yeah. So I mean, I still don't see these two 
we're not going to lose two more than these guys. Right. And, like, and how, how, and who will we play right now? I think the Packers, correct? Who? If for the six seed, we play the number three seed, whoever that is. So the, the Packers are Seahawks. Seahawks. Okay. Well, that'd be a fun matchup. You yeah. Know, I'm all, all for that. Um, so yeah, I, I think we're still, yeah, I don't think it's that scary. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, with their offensive line and, and defensively, True. you know, it, it would be a fun game, but, uh, yeah, we're still in a good, very good position. So, again, it's all in our hands. You know, you take advantage, you finish 11 and 5, and you might be right up there with a third or fourth seed or, or maybe fifth seed. Well, we could only finish, I think, five because we have to be a division winner. So, yeah, yeah highest we could go is five. But still, you would set yourself up nicely. You hope you get to five so you face the Giants, right? Right. Or <laughs> yeah, whatever, whoever wins at NFC East. Yeah. I mean, I honestly, if there, if we don't make the playoffs, that would be the biggest shock to me. And the yeah, position they're in right dis- now, definitely disappointment. And that's another silver lining. I mean, guys, we're we're upset just because we're not winning the way we think we should be winning. Either way, we're winning games. We're above five hundred right now. When was the last time we were this late in the season? We we're above five hundred. We were mm-hmm. seven and three two games ago. Right. On the high horse. Oh, we got this. <laughs> Super Bowl. Champ. We're going to the ship. Everyone thought that. But right. then, okay, we played two damn good teams. Yes, the Rams got beat by the 49ers. Okay, but mm-hmm. either and way, their can, defense is good. The Saints, Saints as well. You know, Saints, yeah. Rams, and Chiefs. You know, that's your last three losses. Those are all very good teams. Um, and you, you you have a team that is still very young on defense. You know, the secondary is still learning and growing each game offensively you know you don't really know what you are which is sad but again, they're, <laughs> they're working towards it they're trying to find it and you know you got the most important month of, of the season coming up in december that's where playoff teams are made um and hopefully this team can finish strong and, and go at least three eight or four and oh in the last quarter so i would know, just expect four and oh and people are like oh there's know, no the way very we'll worst you at very worst, you go three and one. You know, you finish ten and six, and you're still in a very good position. I see it as this way: the Falcons are going to be playing for a pick. They're going to, at the end, <laughs> probably just crumble and like, no, just this time, tell Todd Gurley if it's an opportunity to get down or score a touchdown, I'm going to get the hell in there so the other team can score. I don't know about that. I mean, Raheem Morris. I mean, he's going to have his team playing hard. You oh, know, well, <laughs> they can't get out of their own way. I guess we can't either. But yeah. I think no matter what, we're going to make the playoffs bearing an ultimate meltdown. And I don't think it's going to happen with Brady at quarterback. He just wouldn't let it happen. And they'll find ways. Again, mm-hmm. this is, they're not facing any juggernauts coming forward. So we do well against non-playoff teams or, <laughs> or below mm-hmm. 500 teams. Uh, let's get a couple more before we – yeah, we got 10 minutes here. Uh, oh, Raymond's back. He said, what did the Chiefs do in the last four minutes? They knew they didn't want to give the ball back to Brady. They knew running the ball was going to result in them giving back the ball. Mm-hmm. So he's just pretty much saying he made throws. He made yeah, great they throws had a, on the they move. Balance, balance attack, and then Mahomes just like backing it up, backing it up, and then releasing it 20 yards. I mean, just crazy stuff that he was doing. Um, but yeah, they played smart football. They didn't. There was no bad decisions by, you know, Mahomes or the running backs. You know, the receivers made good decisions by staying in bounds. I mean, there's just a lot of good things on their part. And that's why they're one of the best teams. I mean, they execute at a very high level. Yeah. It, what's 
Also, I notice Carlton Davis, SMB, all these corners were so scared about getting beat deep mm-hmm. that literally when the wide receivers would go to the sideline, they would be like five yards off of them yeah. for fear that they're going to quickly turn and just run deep. And I, multiple times you saw that. I'm like, mm, just stay on. I'm like, mm-hmm. trust that your safety is going to get you, get your back. I mean, mm-hmm. and someone else made the point earlier that, oh, people were crying that Colton Davis was one-on-one. They're like, weren't they just calling for that a couple of weeks ago? Get man-on-man, <laughs> get yeah. aggressive, get downhill, and now you're asking for zone? It, <laughs> it's funny. It, that, and that's what coaching's about. you got to be able to make those changes and mm-hmm. adjust at halftime, adjust to what's going on in the game. Yeah. Todd Bowles is pretty good at that. Right. Understand who you're going against and, and make sure you have you know the proper you know players in place. So they can be successful. And we've heard that many of times. <laughs> I really want to hear him. I really want to hear what he's going to say. Uh, it's, it's coming. It's going to be <laughs> so fun to hear and listen, you know. All right. So Andrew K said, any idea why Brady has eight interceptions at home and only two on the road? Our prior QB had weird splits last year like that too. Hmm. I, eh, I don't know. I mean, it's just, this game is, is very weird. I mean, it, it's it's all matter of inches. I mean, on, on every play. So, you know, yeah. bad decisions, tip balls, all that stuff happens, and you know, interceptions. There's kind of some of it's bad luck, and then others just, oh, what you doing? Or someone ran the wrong way. So, so Raymond followed up his thing saying that the Chiefs actually played to their strength by passing the ball because obviously they knew our strength is stopping the run, so they're not going to run straight into our wall. So, yeah. so he says they got out coached again and again and again. So <laughs> some of that, I mean, they, they kept him inside. Yeah. He did run for one first down, but mm-hmm. it's, it's hard to stop so much. I mean, they, they did very, very well the whole fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We only need one more stop pretty much, but. Ah. Well, yeah. I mean, they're going to continue to do what was working. I mean, the guy what had over 200 passing yards in the first half or, almost 300 yards. So and then in the second half, I mean, yeah, we made some things happen, but again, they're still going to go to their strength and why not? You know, it's working. So and put the ball in your best player's hands. That is Patrick Mahomes. And, you know, it's, it's going to continue to work because he's that damn good. And it yeah. sucks that he's, we can't clone him and have him on, on every team. And then you have, like, yeah. the, you know, everywhere. That'd be a um, lot of money from every team. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so here, here's a couple. Robert Green's good with these questions. He he said, what's giving anyone the confidence the offense can turn it around and play well in the next four games? We Ooh. lost to the Bears. <laughs> well, the Bears got a, had a good defense. Uh, yeah. We're terrible against good defenses. That's my rebuttal. Against good defenses, we don't show up because we don't mm-hmm. know how to attack weaknesses. Good defenses don't have many weaknesses. Right. So we don't know how to attack weaknesses. So we just run our same shit <laughs> against bad defenses. We can find holes all over the place, but yeah. that's just because they're running their, our players better, better than your player type of well, system. Hopefully, which is weird. hopefully if we do make the playoffs, we face a bad defense at least a couple of times, <laughs> but, right. uh, but yeah, no, that's a good question. I don't know. I, I don't have, I mean, my only confidence is really because Tom Brady and that's, that's really, it boils down to because, the guy, I mean, he's done it time and time again. Uh, he finds ways. He's going to make 
changes. You know, he's going to make adjustments. I think rest is going to be good for him. Uh, and just really studying the offense and really he's going to study himself. I think that's going to make him better, but, um, yeah, that's really my only confidence. As far as in the staff, none. <laughs> oh my gosh, aggressive. None. Yeah, none, because they haven't shown it to this point, and they haven't really shown it since they've been here, to be honest. Um, so, man, I'm hoping for miracles. They do happen, especially in December, because we have Christmas, you know, around the corner. So, you know, keep my prayers up. But really, my confidence is in Tom Brady and Mike Evans and Chris Godwin because of their leadership and you know, Ali Marpet, same thing. I can agree with that. I mean, I, I can agree that no matter what the system is, Brady's going to try his hardest to execute it to the best of his ability. And that mm-hmm. is the reason why you have to have some confidence in it. Right. Because it doesn't matter. He, he can see there may be issues with it. Mm-hmm. But there's going to, like the, people got mad that AB was in the backfield and he went out on a, little flat route and Mm -hmm. Brady throws it like 20 yards in the air out of bounds. Like what the hell was that? Like, well, they did an all out blitz. It was a covered zero. They were just going all in. He literally knew there was no chance in hell. That was the number one read. If he wait and went to number two, he was going to get killed. So just throw it the hell away. Live to play another day. That's a smart decision. It may have looked bad, Mm -hmm. but there was no other option. If you expected Jameis to come out of nowhere and just do whatever the hell he does, (laughs) It wasn't going to happen. <laughs> I, I like the design, though. I like AB in the backfield. I think they should do it more because he is probably the best pass catching back that we do have, and you know, util, utilize him in that way. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll find ways. I mean, they're going to have mm-hmm. a whole week to learn and then game plan. Uh, yeah, just some other kind of points. People saying that we're pl- clamoring for damp man defense, switch the zone, blah blah blah. Like this is mm-hmm. how we kind of touched on earlier. Um. Let's talk this one, then we'll call it quits. Should be a because yeah, guys, we'll we'll talk about because people are asking about Adam Thielen and Jefferson against our defense. Mm-hmm. We'll cover the the Vikings later in the week because once once we actually get this film out of the way, we'll talk the Vikings yeah. later. We got two weeks, guys. Right. <laughs> Don't worry. Right. Uh, but this is a good question. Should BA and, and the offensive coordinator Leftwich let TB12 run the offense? Well, it's got to be a collaboration. I think you 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 need TB12 to run the offense, sure. I, I would like to see more no huddle. I'd like to see more up-tempo, get him in rhythm. I think needs to be a facet. So, yeah, definitely. Um, but they all need to work together and find a way, find plays that are going to work consistently, utilize your run game more effectively, mix in the play action, utilize your players in better ways as far as Godwin and AB and Mike Evans, let them do what they do best. I think that's very important. So hopefully that's what they figure out uh, going forward. I fully agree. I mean, you got, you got to work together with what the strengths of your quarterback is. Mm-hmm. And if he's done this multiple times, he knows where to, what to do to get to where you need to be. Start listening more and stop drilling your own crap. I don't agree with everyone saying it needs to be Brady's offense. It's not going to be Brady's offense. No, you're going to tell ten other players on the on the field, "Oh, switch it everything now, midfield, <laughs> midseason." Yeah. Yes, you can add a couple of wrinkles here and there, collaborative, like you're saying. Mm-hmm. And it's, to be honest, it could be as simple as that, just to get that chemistry, get just to get that momentum and the ball rolling. Because once you get some of those small little ones, they're like, "Oh, maybe they did change the whole offense." 
No, they didn't. They just pretty much added a couple, and then you're going to see a deep ball wide open again because everyone's worried about the short ball. That's all it is. It's a game of chess. Just make them think one thing and you do another. Don't just do flat out the same crap you always do. Yeah. Continue to use level concepts. Yeah. That's what, that's what we want. Levels, play action, run the ball. Yep. How about your quarterback? You don't need a – yeah, Robert Green said, oh, yeah, just throw the ball 40, 50 times if you're down 20. <laughs> I, that's what he's making fans believe. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, other than that, guys, I hope you enjoyed the show. You guys always bring it every week. I know the Bucks lost, but either way, you get to learn more. We're going to show you a lot more in the film breakdown. I'm probably going to finish up the, the film right now after the show. But, again, thank you. If you haven't yet, hit that like button down somewhere down there. And with that said, until the next one, and go Bucks. Go Bucks. Have a good night.